Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One's Listening. Uh, we are your co-hosts. I'm Steve, and as, with me, as always, is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello, everyone. <laughs> this episode, we'll be talking about uh, a few things. Two things specifically. Um, later on in the episode, we'll uh, talk about some of the summer movies we've seen thus far and some of the summer movies that haven't come out yet that we're excited for uh, really briefly. Um, but first, we're going to start off with some flames. We're going to start off with some current events, current topics, and just give our thoughts about it. Um, the first one is, I think, something everyone is aware of. Uh, should be aware of because it's a TV. Sh- it's about a TV show that like twenty million people were watching every week. What was the number for the premiere? Do you do you know off the top of your head? I think it was it was an insane amount. Well, it was actually the number one show on TV for the 2017, 2018 TV season. That's which crazy. Is crazy. Um, and we're obviously talking about. Or maybe it's not so obvious. We're talking about Roseanne. The is it? A, it's not a reboot. It's yeah, a, it's a reboot. Is reboot. That, it's um, technically a reboot. It's technically a reboot. Okay. So I think that the first episode, which I think aired a couple of months ago, attracted like something like twenty-seven point three million viewers, which is insane for twenty eighteen. Is is bonkers. It might as well be like fifty million people like 10, 20 years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Just for inflation, I mean, inflation of like viewership. I'm making that up completely, but yeah. it's something ridiculous. That it's an insane amount. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the actual show itself. So it's, yes, um, <clears throat> it's a reboot from a show that was on in the '90s. Yep. yep. And when it was on in the '90s, it also did very well, yeah. and it was on for almost a decade. I, I think know. it was almost ten years. I think it was about yeah, a ten year run. Maybe it's been like seven years or so. Um, Starring Roseanne Barr, the comedian, who John is like a fictional version of herself, okay. um, very middle class family yep. sitcom with John Goodman and um, a bunch of kids that they have. Um, you know, like it's the reboots have been kind of hot recently, right? Yeah. So, like, you have, like, your Full House on Netflix mm-hmm. and Will and Grace on NBC. Um, and again, I think we've talked about this before where. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like Hollywood runs out of ideas and then it tries to bank on things that yes. people are familiar with, hence all of the sequels and now all of these, like, reboots from um, from an era that's that draws nostalgia from yeah. oh, for sure. a lot of um, people. So Roseanne, when it was on the air, I think was fairly groundbreaking. At the time, some for of sure. the topics that yeah. it... Tackled. Um, Did you ever watch? Yeah, Roseanne? I remember watching Roseanne. I watched a lot of TV, uh-huh. um, and Roseanne was one of them. It was never my favorite show, but I like watched it. Um, it was always my favorite intro. Do you remember the intro? Sorry, no, it was the one where it's like they're on a couch. No, no, it was like they were at the dinner table. I, I just envisioned The Simpsons. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's like they're at the dinner table and they're like moving, but it's like still pictures. That like transition ah, that yeah, fade from yeah. one to the other and stuff. I always enjoyed that that intro, but I'm digressing. So I think that um, one of the one of the daughters or one of the um, characters on the show is um, named Darlene, and mm-hmm. she's played by Sarah Gilbert, who is on a CBS like talk show called The Talk. It's like The View, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like their version. And so I think she, she at one point had like all of the cast members on, and so that kind of kicked off this talk about maybe the show could come back. And a lot has happened since Roseanne has been off the air. So oh, Roseanne yeah. herself has become this like very, very divisive figure. I think in a lot of ways, like she is she's been a groundbreaking female comedian working in the space except like a lot of what she does um has not sat well with certain people a lot of people um including like this like one um magazine photo shoot that she had a couple of years ago where she like literally like dressed up like a like Hitler and basically like was oh, a housewife that. that had like a Hitler mustache and like then she was eating these gingerbread cookies and like people were just like are those Jews and so like <laughs> I don't think I don't think sporting a Hitler mustache in any circumstance is a good idea even if you're trying to be provocative so like and then and then with the ushering of you know the current president um 
like her Twitter personality. Like, oh man, she's just she's been a lot of um, like she's just been a huge Trump supporter, and you know with that comes labels of being a racist and a homophobic and all of those things, and she has almost like proudly worn that, and so. So what happened this past week was that, you know, Roseanne had already aired its, like, finale for the season, season, but had been renewed for this coming season because ABC is obviously so happy with a a show that can bring in those types of ratings. Like, the show did, like, dip down from the first... But um, it was still... But it still still super popular, and then, you know, in the middle of the night, she tweeted some very, very racist thing about um, a former um, Obama security advisor. Yep. And um, it just, it, within, you know, less than a day, like, ABC had made I think decision. it was, like, to the, in, like, within hours. Within hours, ABC had to make the decision to cancel the show, which is completely... Like, I was so into this because I was like, that... Is something that I think Everyone took a lot shocked. of balls for ABC to do. Now, there has been debate about whether ABC should have even put it this reboot, brought given, it back anyway, given her, given her terrible, yeah. terrible, um, you know, persona. But but it is what it is, and here we are, and so it's been canceled, and it took only hours to do it. And essentially, they're going to be miss, like losing millions and millions of dollars in ad revenues and everything that the show would have been bringing. And so now here is here is what we're left with. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think I don't know. I, it's tough because okay, so let's go through some of the Roseanne time, yeah. right? Which is that uh, she, not so much time, but here's other things that she said, right? So she's endorsed a conspiracy theory related to Pizzagate. Mm-hmm. She has antagonized uh, David Hogg, who's like uh, one of the Parkland School uh, like shooting survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, she has also said about, uh, I believe, Susan Rice, another like Obama security advisor, back in 2013, so this is five years ago, she called her, Roseanne called Susan Rice, a man with big swinging eight balls, mm-hmm. right? And then the tweet that got her fired and Roseanne canceled was Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals BJ, referring to Valerie Jarrett. Um, there is a history of, there's a pattern of behavior here. And I actually don't, I'm not, I, I, I don't like to give ABC like a free pass in this case because it's like, well, you had her on. You, you put it on in the first place. Yeah. Right? Um, and, like, you knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've seen her tweets before, mm-hmm. I don't know why you're so shocked. Because, like, like, it's the same. Yeah. You know? And to be like, oh, this is... This is this is shocking. Like this is this is unbelievable. We yeah. we have to cancel it. We can't do it. But it's like, yo, dog. Like you, this <clears> is, you knew. You knew. You know? Um, and so there's that. Um, I also think, like with ABC, they're clearly going for a specific demographic, which is like there's Roseanne. I also heard there's like another show that's in production about like a middle class Irish Catholic family set in like the 1970s. Like they're going not only are they going for like this nostalgia act, which like a lot of studios are, um, but they're also go- going for like this very specific demographic of like middle America. Yeah, you know, and so. I think this is just ABC taking care of ABC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think the, I don't think they care so much about like, oh, you know, like this is what we're gonna do the right thing. We're gonna. Yeah, I think they're just looking out for, looking out for themselves. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, I think um, <clears throat> uh, in the beginning, I I think I was a little bit more sympathetic to ABC. ABC. Um, I mean, they did the right thing. Do, they the they right did thing. the right thing. I don't thing. think that... I don't want to make it seem like they didn't do the right thing. They did right. the right thing. I think they did completely did the right thing at the time. But now that I've had a chance to process a little bit, um, I think a little bit more of what you're saying is totally fine. A, the show should have probably never been 
greenlit in the first place um, in the way that, or like centered around Roseanne herself. Like, I don't, I don't really think. Should have called it Darlene. Right. Which, by the way, I think now they're leaning towards doing a spinoff with, um, oh, with Sarah Gilbert's character, which is Darlene. Um, but then the more that I think about it, I'm just like, well, if they didn't cancel it. Just got rid of her? Or they didn't cancel it. They oh. let Roseanne do what uh-huh. she needs to do, go on this public apology tour, Oof. pretend to go to rehab to rehab her image and herself. Um you would have still lost out millions of people who would probably have pulled their ads sponsorships from the show. And then if you really think about it, um, Roseanne did debut huge, but as we said, it also then like lost viewers. And I think the trends with these things have been that, um, they've been quickly right. declining. So, like, even Will and Grace and, like, Fox's, like, the X-Files, like, they debuted huge, and then and then people don't particularly care to keep up with it. Um, so then you're seeing this, like, downward trajectory. So I feel like even in the business case, like, they would have had to make a decision like this. Yeah. To, like, in the end, um, whether that was then or, like, you know, like, a month later when the numbers are, like, showing that it's not working. So, I just, I feel like when it comes down to it also, like, and again, like, because it happened within a matter of hours, it felt like it was just, like, coming from this, like, morally ethical, like, center. But I don't know that it is. Like, I think it's a business case. Yeah. I think think they looked at all the numbers and it was just kind of like, you know what, then we're going to do this. We're going to come out as champions. We're going to come out as... Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So anyway... You can't fool me, though, ABC. You can't fool us. I got you. Except I watch a lot of shows (laughs) on your network and I highly enjoy them. You know, I just... ah, This is something I just thought of, something totally separate. I only think... I thought of this now because you... I just mentioned that you watch a lot of shows on ABC. Shonda Rhimes had to... Well, I mean, here's a question. Shonda Rhimes now has a... I believe is a new contract with Netflix. Mm -hmm. She's moved to Netflix, but her shows are still on ABC. How many shows does she still have on ABC? There's Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. The scandal just ended. Oh, um, How to Get Away with Murder? Is that a Shonda show? How to Get Away with Murder. I mean... What's, what about the firefighter show? Station 19, I think. Is that it's a Shonda? related to... Because I've seen Meredith Grey on the trailer yeah. for that show. But yeah. is it a Shonda Rhimes show? I think it's a Shonda Land produced show. Okay, okay. Yeah, which is her... Um, so how much of that, if at all... This is, this is actually a question. It's not I'm asking you. How much of that comes into play? Of what? Like, oh, you know, Roseanne tweets is like, we just got to... How much of that plays into the calculus of coming up with the decision, like, oh, we have to get, well, let's just cancel the show. Like, fear of someone like Shonda being like, yes. I don't want any of Because sure. the first, before they canceled it, Wanda Sykes quit. Yes. And apparently one of the, one of the kids on the show, on Roseanne. Oh, I heard that too. Also, she tweeted that like she was, she was on going her to, way yeah. to call but, her manager exactly. and then found out. The I mean, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the yeah, doubt there, fine, but Wanda fine. definitely, she definitely quit. She like tweeted that that she yeah. was gone. Yeah, you know. Mm, I do think that ABC would not want to piss off Shonda Rhimes, even though she's already even gone to Netflix. Though she, yeah, because so many of her shows or current shows are. Um, and I don't think there are anything that, like, she is, like, um, like the head of creative for at this point. Like, I think right. she's moved on from right, all right, that right. stuff. She doesn't have an active hand in the day-to-day of But I shows. think that, you know, like, they are produced by her company, and so she's loosely connected, if not connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if, like, I again, I don't know. Like, I don't know if their minds at all um it also is interesting that like the head of abc is like a black woman right um so it's not just like and then she's the only right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and she's the sister of um this actress that used to be on the show alias so um yeah i don't know yeah um let's we should at least address um 
her explanation sure. of what happened, you know? Because uh, we don't want to just, like, say just the one side. We should at least explain. So this is what Roseanne claims, right? Roseanne claims that because of the tremendous pressure of doing the show, she, I don't think, I don't know if it's because of that, but it's either because of that or in conjunction with that, she was also taking Ambien. And that, um, you know, uh, she took the Ambien, had no idea what she was saying or doing, and then just tweeted that out. And, like, that is not her effectively, in my eyes at least, blaming the Ambien. And then you'd mentioned that Ambien had tweeted something out in response to Roseanne's explanation, right? Um, yeah, side effects does not include racism. <laughs> I actually don't know if, like, like Ambien actually did that. No, I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure. I think that's what I saw. I think okay. Ambien actually, t- like, the official uh, Twitter account, like, tweeted that. Racism is not a known side effect. You're right. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, I love, um, I love when people have really smart social media, um, staff. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So I don't know if some people buy it, some people don't. I think... It's hard to, like, if it was you, maybe, like... If it was someone who didn't have a history of, yes, like, then, a pattern of being... Like, yeah, you had a really terrible night, you... You have come to your senses, and maybe you shouldn't take Ambien, just in case. It is a known side effect. Right. But this is not that. Yeah, I agree. She has this history of being racist and and like promoting like conspiracy theories that make no sense. So no. And um, apparently like she like begged ABC for like, her job. Oh, really? The, the show to not be canceled, and she was like, I'll do anything you want, like, I, I'll go unpaid, like, I'll go do, th- like, literally anything you want, but, like, I think it was more in the sense, like, she feels so responsible for the fact that, like, all these people are losing their jobs yeah. because of, like, something so dumb that she did, but, um, you know, I don't think they were, they're entertaining that at all, yeah. nor should they at this point. Um, where do you think her career goes next after this like, or like where do you think she's do you think she's gonna go down this like um oh, I don't have a better example but like this like Harvey Weinstein road where it's like there's no coming back from it or or like the Mel Gibson road where like right, right. in a couple of years people forget and then you get to like make an Oscar nominated <laughs> movie and come to the Oscar um you know, I think I think it depends on how everything shakes out. I, I think there's a lot of factors, which is that, you know, Hollywood always loves a good comeback story, but it really depend depends on how like the culture shakes out too. You know? I think there's a lot of I think this is the first time where like people aren't just in trouble, but they're in trouble like for good. Yeah. You know, and so we'll see. I mean I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be shocked if she somehow made a comeback, but this felt like her comeback. You know what I mean? And so it's tough. I if if I would if I had to bet, I'd probably lean more towards like she's never coming back because this felt like the comeback. And I don't know how many people get a third or fourth chance. I think people I think Hollywood loves giving people second chances. I mean this felt like the comeback and she messed it up. You know? Yeah, like how many chances do you get? Like the second chance thing, I totally get. This is like your third, fourth chance. Like, I just, I don't. And I think in this day and age, like, and how divisive the world has gotten, like, it's really hard to come back from things like this. There there are going to be people who are so against it. You know what I mean? Just like so morally opposed to it. So. Uh, I can't see it, but at the same time, I wouldn't be completely shocked. Uh, I think that's my answer. Okay. Um, Speaking of uh, people getting themselves into hot water, uh, let's say, not so much switch gears, but switch people, uh, go on the other side of the spectrum, right? Which Mm -hmm. is, uh, how many many days has it been since Samantha Bee uh, did that bit and then mentioned Ivanka? Her show airs on Wednesdays. Wednesday. We're recording this on a Saturday. Yeah. So three days. Yeah, okay. So she got in trouble because she... The way I... you Feel free to correct me. Yeah. The way I've interpreted this is that she um, 
did a segment on her show about the Trump administration, um, and at at the end of what was it like a ten minute, fifteen minute mm-hmm. segment, she uh, uses a slur to describe Ivanka Trump. Yes. Right. Yes. And she got in a lot of trouble for yes. it. Um, do you, we won't mention the word. You can Google it. It's a yeah. super not nice word. No. Um, uh, My least favorite word. Is it your least favorite word? Yeah, I will never say this word. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever said this word. I, you shouldn't. You sh- oh, that's true. You also shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't <coughs> say the F word either, but that's my favorite word. <laughs> um, and she got in a lot of trouble yeah. for using a certain slur for Ivanka Trump. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are people, to go back to your point about things being so divisive, there are people who are calling for her show to be canceled, mm-hmm. and there are people that are like, you shouldn't and, even apologize. And people, by that, the people saying the cancellation, it's like, no, the, the White House. And the White House, yeah, basically. The White House. Um, so basically, um, her, do you, do you watch her show? Uh, I watch, like, some stuff on, like, YouTube. I love Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. Like, I think she's so, like, on the point and so great. And so, like, she's known for, like, skewering politicians and calling out, like, BS from people in power, basically. Um, and this past Wednesday, she was talking about U.S. immigration policy and, um, like, the recent reports that essentially the government has lost, quote-unquote lost, 1,500 migrant children, um, which in itself, I think, is a different story, but also, like, those claims are, like, also not as true as, you know, like, when you say 1,500 missing children, like, that sounds, like, horrifying, but, like, there's more layers to it. Anyhow, um, and then Ivanka Trump, like, at the same time, like, this week tweeted a photo of her and her oh, like, right. son. Um, and she literally is like, you know, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but like from one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices. You, and then right. she says these words. Um, like I was watching it, and then when I was watching it, like I was like, what just happened? Um, it's not live, right? It's it's, it's, it's not live. So TBS is also getting a lot of heat for it because they could have not. Did they? It. Bleep they bleep it? they bleep it, but um, like even the studio audience, I think, was a little bit like, "Whoa, oh, really?" Yeah. Um, but like now it's gotten to a point where like, freaking my least favorite person, um, press secretary Sarah Sanders, uh-huh. was like, "Oh, look, like Sarah Huckabee yeah. Sanders." Mm, sorry, I forgot about that. And, you know, the language used by her, like, last night was, like, vile and vicious. I'm like, yeah, so it's, like, half the things that come out of your boss's mouth, but okay. Um, But, again, this is, these are the types of things that um, the right wing or the conservatives use to say, like, we're being, you know, we're basically doing the same thing that we do to them all the time, um, which is point out their flaws and make fun of them and be terrible about it, but I think this is... Again, this is just—it's totally different. And then now, and then because of the timing of it, people have been like comparing like right. Sam's tweet with like what Sam B has said, which is just like completely bananas to me. Because like, you know, the president is like literally calling for like TBS to cancel the show, and he he's called her unfunny and brought up like the ratings and. As he always does. Like, I know, as though that's, like, relevant at yeah. all to, like, the moral compass of, like, what you should be doing. And it's like, it, but it's, it's unpopular. Yeah. I wish that maybe she hadn't used the specific word. I totally understand where she came from when she was using it because, like, this whole... Ivanka, pa- Ivanka sits on this, like, powerful throne where her dad actually listens to her. And she's done very little to help the underserved and the marginalized in this country and like sometimes I just I, I, I just I understand I completely get the sentiment we wouldn't be having this discussion if like Samantha B hadn't used the most terrible word to describe her even if that's how she feels about her um, but the point of Roseanne's tweet like there was no point. There's no point. And, like, saying both women deserve to be fired is completely ludicrous. Um, and, I don't know, I just, I, I, again, I 
I'm very much on one side of this these things so like maybe I'm not the best person to be trying to defend Samantha B or trying to explain why these things shouldn't even be spoken in the same breath but at the same time like I just I can't wrap my head around people who feel like what she did is as terrible as what Roseanne yeah. did um I don't know I, mean, I can see why people think that but you know they're they're wrong, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, to me, that's just my opinion, they're wrong. And Samantha B has no chance of getting canceled because of that. No. There's, like, no chance. No. You know, because it's the people that watch that show are not offended. And that's, to go back to Roseanne, like, that's the thing. It's like, they're, you could say, like, half of the people, more than half the people that watch Roseanne and tune to ABC found that to be super offensive. No, I think, I think they're nobody very, watching Samantha, Samantha B's B. show yeah. is like yeah, that's and like that should be canceled. Honestly, anybody who's like genuinely concerned about like nasty profanity coming out of anybody's mouth, like the biggest offender of that sits right. at the White House. So like, what are we all doing? What are we all talking about right. here? Um, so I don't know. I just I hope this gets put to bed, and she's apologized, and she like. And she doesn't normally apologize for things, um, even if she calls people assholes and stuff, because like that's how she feels about things. Right. But like, you know, she's she says that she's crossed the line, and TPS has apologized. So like, I'm hoping that this gets put to bed. Um, but I I I don't condone the comparison. Yeah, I don't I don't either. Um, all right, let's go into our next our last current event, which I'm so excited about. Okay. I'm so excited. Uh, it's been about, was it three weeks now? Four weeks? Three or four weeks three now? Weeks, three, three weeks? Yeah. Um, because they're on their honeymoon, I believe. Uh, so let's talk about the royal wedding. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. I, there are some people that are like really obsessed with the royal wedding. I, I mean, there are people who, because of the time difference, I think they like either stayed up until or like woke up at four in the morning mm-hmm. to like watch mm-hmm. Uh, the live stream of the wedding. Um, I don't know why people are so obsessed with them, but are they you? are. No, I'm not. But I also don't judge people that are, that are. Like I actually think it's <laughs> just. I just don't judge people. I'm like yeah. what? No, that's <laughs> yeah, just as yeah. worthy of obsessing over as yeah. some of the things that I obsess yeah. over. So you know what yeah. I mean. So like I totally don't care, and I actually like it when some people are, so that he can explain to me some stuff because I have questions and I'm not in the know. Um, and so I don't really have any opinions other than, oh, like, cool, great. You know, they seem like it's just funny to me that Prince Harry looks exactly like the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz. You know, other than that. I don't get the reference, but... No, the, I'll show you pictures. Okay, they look exactly okay. alike. Is he um, single? No, I don't think oh, so. breaking the hearts of all these people who <laughs> love Prince Harry. Um, and uh, I like Meghan Markle. You know, I think she's cool. Uh... I've seen her in, like, a few things. I've seen her in, like, Suits. I think I've seen her in, um... Shoot, for a really short time, she was, like, on, like, three episodes of Fringe or something like that. Shut up. I yeah. watch Fringe. Yeah, she was on, like, two or three episodes as, okay. like, an FBI agent. Okay. Um, and, uh... What else was she in? She was, was in, some... in a Hallmark movie called Dater's Handbook that I watched. I don't think... I don't think I watched that. No, anymore. I don't think you would have watched um, that. And so, like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. You know, and I... And I, I think it's cool that Prince Harry married someone who's biracial, yep. who's um, divorced, uh, and all that stuff. older than he is. Older than he is. Older than 30. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think that's, that's super cool. Um, what are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your takes on it? What do you um, think? First of all, I didn't care about this wedding as much, even though I do like Prince Harry a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not like a super royal fight. I don't particularly follow all of them or care about their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. I was super into Will and Kate's wedding because I think Catherine Middleton is just like the most beautiful person and she just seems like a really nice person too. So I'm into her. Um, I... I really like everything Meghan Markle stands for. Uh-huh. Everything you mentioned. Uh-huh. You're uh-huh. totally... <laughs> what? What? You're so happy. I am. Know. I'm really happy. I don't like her. and that's You don't like who? Meghan Markle. Like, I just don't like her. I Why? don't care. I don't care for her. Um, Why? Why don't you like her? 
I just like to me she comes off a little bit and again like I think this is like any actress in Hollywood like a social climber uh-huh. and so even like her being with Harry <laughs> stop <laughs> she um you know she's married for a while to like a producer mm. um I think it was like two three years something like that yeah like 2004 like oh maybe it was longer than um no 2011 to 2013 or something like that so you know like being on Suits, which films in Canada, like, she was in Toronto for, like, nine months out of the year, and so, like, she, like, was hanging out with, like, all these, like, um, like, essentially, like, the Soho house of, like, Toronto or whatever, right, right, and, like, made friends with, like, some really high society people, and that's kind of how, like, she got introduced to Prince Harry, they went on a blind date, blah, 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 um, I don't. I think some of our listeners may have watched the Lifetime movie Harry and Meghan. Um, that came out so fast. That happened so out, fast. Yeah, I think the Lifetime, Lifetime like greenlit the project and they had to write the script and like film it in like a very short amount of time because they were trying to do it before the, the wedding. wedding. Um, but like I have it recorded, and I but I didn't watch it yet. Um, on the, in the trailer, like they like meet each other for the first time, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Harry," and she's like what do you do? And I was like, that's BS. Like, everyone knows who Harry is, but, like, it, like, makes me, like, feel like, oh, my gosh, like, she traded in her old life and, like, you know, this girl who used to, like, cart suitcases on Deal or No Deal and, like... Oh, that's right. She was on Deal or No Deal. That's right. And, like, wasn't really, really bad stuff, like, bad, like, production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, now she's a literal princess. Like, it's just... It just yeah, I'm like not into her, but I I like I like I want Harry to be happy, and I think you know I think they make a good couple, but you know, I'm, and she does a lot of charity work, which is another reason why he like likes her so much. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Right. Dude. But I'm just not into it. All right, cool. She's one of Time Magazine's most influential people in the world this year, like. Hello, twenty like sixteen, like it would have been like Megan Who, the actress oh. on Suits. <laughs> so yeah. Wow, those are some flame. I'm gonna takes. stop talking before I get in trouble. No, no, you're not gonna get in trouble. No one listens, so it's fine. Yeah, it's all right, fine. all right. Uh, I think that's all that we had in terms of current events. Yeah. Uh, why don't we take a break here, and then we'll come back in a little bit and okay. talk about some movies. And we're back. Okay, so uh, we're going to change gears now. We're going to talk about uh, summer movies that we've seen and the ones that we're excited for. These will probably be, you know, real quick hitters, nothing too in-depth. Um, th- so the first summer movie I watched was Avengers, Infinity War. Which I'm going to go watch later today. Oh, you're going to watch it later today? Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. Let me know what you think. Okay. Um, Sorry, I couldn't get my act together to no. watch it before we you know, recorded. No, this is, okay, this is actually really good because... Okay. And you can tell me anything that happens. No, because this is not spoilery at all. It, well, it kind of has to do with spoiler. Okay, so here's the thing about Avengers, right? Which is that, like, it is a known fact and it is, like, um, common knowledge that the original core, their contracts are coming to an end after... Avengers 4, which is next year's Avengers. What number is this? Three? This is three, okay. but three and four were filmed back to back. Okay, so they're done? Well, that's the thing. Um, Disney, Marvel has been very tight-lipped about whether some people are getting extensions, whether some people will sign new contracts, whether some people are just like done outright. Um, but they have also released some form of, here are like, two or three movies that are coming out after Avengers 4. So after next May. Like Black Panther 2, like that kind of stuff? Exactly, okay. exactly. Um, and so the, this, the theories floating around are like, there are people that are going to die in this movie, right? This, the one that you just watched, that three, I'm about to watch? Three and or four, Okay. right? Three and or four. People are going to die. Okay. But we know who's definitely going to live. And We do? But, because they've announced certain movies. Ah. So by process of elimination, you can... If the people whose movies are announced, like, oh, they'll be coming out in 2020. If you see them die in a certain movie, you're like, that's not going to last. Because they're coming back. They have contracts that are worth three, four, five movies. This really takes the air out of, like, 
It does, but here's yeah. what Avengers Infinity War does. It makes you forget about it. Why? What do you mean? Because it, they, they do it so well that at the end, you totally forget. You, are, you totally forget about that stuff. Okay. Normally, so here's my thing about Avengers Infinity War. It has a higher like, degree of difficulty and at the same time a lower degree of difficulty of like certain things. So I, someone asked me, like, oh, what do you like better, Avengers or like Black Panther? I was like, one, Black Panther. Two, you can't even really compare the two. Because Avengers, like, at this point, these movies aren't just even movies. They're not, like, you know, motion pictures. They are, like, spectacles. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like going to the carnival. Because um, the higher degree of difficulty is that... Well, no, I'll start with the lower. Here's why it's easier for Avengers. They don't have to spend any time with character development or character arc. It's literally just... You know everyone. You've been on... A bunch of adventures there's with no these people. Origin story. There's no origin story. There's no introduction. There's no backstory. It's just plot. It's why is all it just like plot. Three hours? I don't know. Because you have to fit all of them in. Is that why? That's the higher degree of difficulty, which is that you have to tell a compelling story while fitting in and giving screen time to like fifteen different people. Okay. Right. And so, like with Avengers, I'm not like, wow, that was a good movie. Normally, I'm just like. Wow, I can't believe they pulled. They did or did not pull it off. That's essentially what it is. Anytime I watch an Avengers movie, it's like I either can't believe they pulled it off, or I'm like, oh, they didn't. Pull, I'm disappointed they they didn't pull it off. Like Avengers two, I was like, that was terrible. Like they I didn't watch Avengers two. You don't is need that to. Okay? okay. You don't need to. You're okay. just like, oh man, that sucked. They didn't. They couldn't do it. You know. And then I watched three, and I was like, I can't believe they did it. Okay. Because the degree of difficulty is so high. Okay. You know? So. Who's the director? Uh, it's the Russo brothers. Joe and Anthony Russo. Okay. I believe that's their names. Um, so. Watch it. I think it's good. But you can't compare it to other movies because it's so unlike anything else. Not in like, oh, I can't. I don't know how they came up with a movie. It's not like a, you know. Alfonso Cuarón movie where I'm like I can't how did they do this you know what I mean it's more like I can't believe this is like possible like I, I the degree of difficulty of making a movie like this is so high you know yeah so tell me what you think afterwards and I assure you like at when you're watching at the end right all that stuff that I talked about with like the contract stuff it's like it just goes right out the window because okay. they because I don't it, even know it's so compelling I don't even know what's coming up perfect so I like literally, you know how it is. I go into these things blind because I don't I don't know anything about superheroes movies. Um, okay, so I will let you know. Sounds is it good. funny? There are funny parts. Okay. Yeah, there are some lines that are pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about so? There's a movie that you've watched that I haven't gotten a chance to watch. I watched Deadpool two. Um, the thing about Deadpool, though, I think um, I enjoyed the first one a lot. Oh really? Yeah. A lot. Okay. Can I tell you what it was about? No. I don't remember it. I don't remember anything other than, like, Ryan Reynolds was funny and this Deadpool character is kind of funny because it's so, like, irreverent. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The second one is, like, the same thing. Am I going to remember the plot details and what happens in this movie, like, in time for Deadpool 3? No. Um, Did I enjoy it while I was there for two hours? Yes. Um, Sure. They introduce a bunch of new characters it was really weird because, like, T.J. Miller's in the movie um, for a little bit. Um, Only for a little bit. Yeah, he's not in it as much as I remember him being in the first one. In the one. first one, yeah. But T.J. Miller is the Silicon Valley actor, comedian, who is in a lot of trouble recently. Oh, yeah. Um, which I... Someone told me it's because, like, he had, like, a brain tumor and they, like, removed part of his brain and it does change your personality. Really? I don't know if that excuse is, like heavy drinking and being like to like what people say he is which is like terrible um but yeah so so it was weird weird to see him on screen um and then they introduced um domino which is this like new character is she played by van she's played by van that's amazing um a character on atlanta which we love um and she's like really cool and then at one point, he, like, assembles, like, a group of, like, he auditions a bunch of superheroes and, like, assembles a group called the X-Force. And, like, it's pretty funny because they're all, like, not good. <laughs> and Domino happens to be one of them. Um, 
that's it. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's like, I, I think it's a good, it's a good entertaining way to spend your money and your time at. Um, but I literally know nothing else and can't speak to how this all fits into the universe of superheroes. And, right. You know, uh, where do the X-Men belong? Fox. They're under Fox, which so was... So they're not DC or Marvel. Oh, no, they're, they're Marvel. They're Marvel. Okay. But the movie, the production company that makes X-Men movies is Fox, which is why they don't, they haven't crossed into the Avengers, even though they're Are they bought. ever going to? Disney just bought Fox? the rights to some of the media things of, like, Fox. So that's, like, a huge... That's also another... Not conspiracy. That's a huge theory going forward, which is, like, oh, at what point does, DC, does Marvel and Disney bring in the X-Men but not these are they going to well, are they going to use them right, or yeah. are they going to use are they going to reboot it completely and start over from scratch right. it's like a new Wolverine a yeah. new Deadpool yeah. new everything so we'll see we'll okay. find out um, why does it only belong to two houses like two two like DC and Marvel yeah cause um, if you want to create like superheroes man should we get in there <laughs> <laughs> no there are other companies that have tried and they just no one cares oh, no one cares that's really sad Here's a question. Yeah. True or false? False. Just kidding. What's the question? Deadpool saved Ryan Reynolds' career. True. Wow, that was fast. That True. was really fast. You didn't even think about it. True. Damn. There's a hilarious end of credit scene where he makes fun of himself as Ryan Reynolds. Oh. And Green Lantern. Um, that, so you have to stay for the end credits. Um, but, like... I think Ryan Reynolds is a really handsome and good actor. Like, I do think... You think he's a good actor? Yeah, I think he's super talented. Super talented? I think he's talented. Do I think he's best used... Deadpool, basically, it feels like himself. And I think he plays himself the best, right? So, like, this, like, snarky, like, funny, jokey type of character. Um who gets to have a little bit of an emotional arc and, like, can tap a little bit into the serious side of things. But, like, out of all the superheroes, like, Deadpool is the most, like, irreverent, like, you know, like, I don't really give a F about anything kind of superhero. Mm-hmm. He barely uh, doesn't understand, like, doesn't understand why, like, he has to, like, save things or people to begin with. And, like the only reason why he knows love is because of, like, the one love interest that he has and all this stuff. Um, and and it just is, like, so right up, like, his alley that I, yes, I think that Paul definitely has saved his career and has put him in this, like, you know, because Green Lantern totally shut down any, like, hopes of him being a leading being man. A leading, no, being a leading superhero. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, this has, like, completely changed that around. So, yeah. I, I mean, what about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. I that can't even remember the other movies that he's been in. The last one I remember is The Proposal. Oh, I love The Proposal. It's, it's, that's the thing. I think, to your point, it, it's not one note, but it's just a few notes he can play. And he plays those notes so well. But anything outside of those notes, he can't really hit. What about, like, um, like the X-Men Origins movie? Oh, that movie was so bad, I don't... Was he not good? It's hard to tell because that movie was so bad. And it's weird, because, like, I know the character he plays on that... In that movie is not, um... It's Deadpool. Oh, it is? But it was so bad that they, like, chose to ignore, essentially, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do... You want to talk about some movies we're excited mm-hmm. for? Okay. Uh, we'll run through these real quick. I'm excited for Solo. Which I'm is, surprised that you have not um, seen it yet. Yeah. I mean, normally, I'll watch a Star Wars movie, like, right when it comes out. But um, this one, I was, like, kind of lukewarm on. Has it been well-reviewed? It's been warmly received, but not critically acclaimed. And it hasn't made as much money as the other... No. It's yeah. made a good amount of money. But, but was that... On par with expectations for it? I don't know. I, I think I there was a lot of turmoil during production. Okay. Uh, the, uh, what is it, uh, Miller and Lord, the guys who did the Lego movie, the guys who started um, Last Man on Earth, 
um, they were uh, hired as the directors. And I think they did the script. I'm not entirely sure if they did. I think they did the script. I, I know they were the directors got fired midway through because Disney was like, this is a Star Wars movie. This needs to make, this can make a billion dollars. So let's not treat it like an art house film. Ah. You know? Why did they even hire them to begin with then? You know what? No one knows because, and this is the second time they've done that with a Star Wars movie. I don't understand. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is the third time they've done that with a Star Wars movie where they fired someone and brought someone else on. Um, and so, you know, that kind of got me lukewarm on it. I will watch it. I'm excited to it watch it. It got you lukewarm on it because of their treatment? No, because that, they have that normally doesn't this? end well. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like with movies that you can... Norm- a lot of times when that happens, uh, with the one time it happened with uh, a different Star Wars movie, you could tell it was like two separate movies. You know? And so I was like, nah. You know? Um, and so, yeah. But I'll still watch it. Okay. I'll still watch it. Okay. Uh, the next movie is a movie that you and I are both excited for, which is Ocean's 8. I'm so excited. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be Great. I, I love Sandra Bullock. I am actually a little disappointed in that, like, when they did the Met, the real-life Met Gala, mm-hmm. like, Anne Hathaway didn't... Attend? Like, or, like... No, wait, I thought she attended, but I, I was like, oh, she didn't, like, come in character. Because, like, wow. the movie... Because the movie <laughs> is about the Met Gala. You know no, what I mean? No, I know, but, like, her character in the movie is a Hollywood actress, so she's essentially in but character. But I don't know. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I'm super excited for Ocean's Eight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. I think so. Um, who's the director? Do you know who the director is? That's a very good question. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, are you excited for Incredibles too? Did you like Incredibles? I love Incredibles. I, love Incredibles. I don't rewatch it every year, or I yeah, not remember, every year. I don't but. remember all of it, but I'm excited. Um, it's been like what, like ten years in the making? Yeah, ten years, I think. It's the same. Characters. Same characters, same Have cast. the kids grown up? Mm-mm. Okay. So it's like, like a year time. later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love Holly Hunter. She's great. I love Craig T. Nelson. He's also great. So it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's when coach. does it come out? Um, June 15th. Okay. June's a good month for movies. June, June's a great month. So we have, okay, so Ocean's 8 is June 8th. The next week, uh, June 15th is Incredibles 2. Uh, the week after that is a movie that my wife is super excited for, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Because she was into Jurassic World. The, She's super the into Jurassic Pratt The Chris Pratt one. Um, so she is super excited for this, and as such, I, she by like meiosis, like I'm also super excited is for it. Is Bryce Dallas Howard's character running in heels? Still? No, no, okay. no, no more okay. heels. Okay. Um, I'm sure they, I think they like make a joke about it in the trailer. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for that. Uh, and then... You're excited for the Sicario. The last Friday in June. So... Sicario 2. Emily Blunt's not in this one. No. No, okay. it's just uh, Benicio Del Toro and uh, Josh Brolin. I think I watched the first one very... Like, I was, it was too intense for me, but I watched it on TV and not in the theater. And so it was I less intense. Yes, but, like, I also don't, because it was so intense, like, I think I had to do other stuff. And so I don't think I fully understood what was happening. I think that's fine. Okay. So I think it was going to be, I think the movie was just going to be Soldado, right? Okay. And then they were like, but no one knows it's a Sicario sequel, so let's make it Sicario 2 Soldado. And I think the name now is, because no one knows what Soldado means, it's Sicario 2 Day... Of the soldado. And exactly. soldado means soldier. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think I'm very excited for it. We'll see if it's good. Even if it's not, I'm going to love it. Okay. You know, I can't believe they made a Sicario sequel. That, yeah. That really blows my mind. Yeah. Did it do awesome? In- I don't think it... I think it did, like, great okay. for its... Um, like, for its budget. You know? But it, it wasn't, like, breaking the bank or anything. Um... And the last movie I'm really excited for is Mission Impossible Fallout. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. You know, I I just can't wait to see what other stunts he's tried. Honestly, I I like Tom Cruise. Like as a person. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I don't condone Scientology. Um, 
I like, I like, um, he's like movie persona. Like, I think he's a, he just is like that all-American yeah. movie classic actor. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like he lights up the screen and like, he definitely has movie star quality. Um, you know, I think the, some of the stuff that he's done in the past couple of years has like, not been great and the mummy revival flopped and that was a weird, weird detour into his career. Um, so I don't know that I'm going to watch this, but I'm excited for you. You know, I don't watch any Tom Cruise movie. Like, I'm never like, even though he is so magnetic on screen, I'm never like, oh, a Tom Cruise movie. And, and I think that just goes to show that the movie industry is a lot different than it was 20 years ago. Because mm-hmm. it used to be like, oh, anything Will Smith is in, anything Tom Cruise is in, anything Tom Hanks is in, anything Denzel Washington is in. You know, yeah. you just go watch. I don't think it works that way anymore. Yeah. But the only time, but the only time I'll watch a Tom Cruise movie, and I know I'm going to watch a Tom Cruise movie, is when it's Mission Impossible. Okay. And so I'm super all in okay. on this. Terrible title, though. What is it? Fallout. Because the one before that was, what was the one before that? I think it was Rogue Nation. And then, no, no, no. Rogue Nation was two before Ghost Protocol. It was Ghost Protocol uh, and Rogue Nation. You think Fallout's the worst, but more worse of a title than Ghost Protocol? Because Ghost Protocol like sounds cool. Fallout is just a normal word. Okay. You know, Fallout's like, oh, you know, there's gonna be some Fallout. Fallout. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Ghost Protocol, like, I've never heard anyone use the words Ghost and Protocol together. You know, or and like, it made sense. No, I don't even really know. It just sounds cool. Even with Rogue Nation, it's like no one ever. People rarely use the word Rogue. You know? I use it all the time. Do you do? Yeah, I'm like, oh, sh- she's gone rogue. I'm going rogue. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you never would say rogue and nation yeah, together. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Fallout is too common a word. Okay. They need to change. If it was like, fall in. And you're like, what is that? What does I that mean? Or it. like, or like, autumn out. All right. <laughs> That would have been better. Which is like literally not a word. Neither is Ghost Protocol. Okay. Or Rogue Nation. Yeah, but you're taking Fallout, a word, and just changing one That's of what they the, should have so, done. Okay. That's what they should have done. Okay. Um, um, speaking of June movies, also excited for Tag. Am I the only one excited for Tag? You know, so this will come into play in our next episode, but I've been watching... When I watch Atlanta, I rarely watch it live. I'll watch it, like... Um, recorded? No, not recorded. On, like, FX. Mm-hmm. Like, on demand. the website, on demand. And the... They only play two ads. Uh, what is it? What is it? It's, um... What's that apple cider I drink again? Angry Orchard. It's either an ad for Angry Orchard, or it's... Do you drink Angry Orchard because you've been served? No, no, no. Ads? Uh, it's either an ad for Angry Orchard, or it's an ad for Tag. And so I've seen the trailer for Tech at least a hundred times and now. And you don't think it looks so funny? I mean, every time I watch it, I don't know why. It's like you would think I'd find it less funny the more I watch it, but I find it more funny every I time I watch it. But I'm still funny. not going to watch it. I'm going to, you know, don't worry. I'm going to go watch it. Watch it and then tell me. Tell I me will. How I okay, will. Okay, right. It's going to be great. Um, why don't we go straight into our obsession of the episode? Yeah. Um, why don't I go first? Okay. okay. Because I'm actually going to change it. I, yes. We talk. We plan these things. I know. Out. I know. I'm just kidding. I, um, because you reminded me of it of a different obsession I had when we were talking about Roseanne, actually, um, which is we're talking about reboots, nostalgia acts. So a few weeks ago, no, a few episodes ago, a few months ago now, uh, I one of my obsessions was the trailers, specifically the trailers for Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. which is the reboot of the Karate Kid, right? Uh, I don't have YouTube Red, but I signed up for a trial. So the first two episodes are free for anyone on YouTube, available for anyone on YouTube. Episodes 3 through 10, you have to sign up for YouTube Red. Uh, I watched it, and it's, it's good. Okay. It's, like, really good. Okay. Y- you would think that it would be bad because it's not on a network. It's not on, like, Hulu or yeah, Amazon Netflix or Netflix, even. you know? Um, it's on YouTube Red, you know, which is like I associate that with like that's where like YouTube vloggers try to be actors. That's mm-hmm. what I associate YouTube Red with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and this was like insanely like it's clear that they put money into this and like really tried to make it good okay. and they they did and I think what I think a lot of reboots could learn from Cobra Kai okay. which is that a lot of other shows is just let's take these people and they're in the same situation they're the same people we're not going to flip anything it's just instead of setting it in the you know 80s we're just going to set it now and like where are they now yeah. and it's like the same roles and people it's like the same dynamics just played out in a different time what Cobra Kai does is it why it's so funny because you're like explaining to me with such intensity and I, oh my god I need to go I should go watch you this. should watch it um, it's like yes it's the characters and it's 30 years later how many episodes 10 okay. it's each like 25 minutes right okay. it's 10 it's years doable. I mean it's 20, 30 years later but the difference is that, like, it makes you look back at the original in hindsight, mm-hmm. and it flips the script a little bit. Okay. So, it's like, back then, it was like, good guy, bad guy. And now it's like, you know, it's, a, it's not so black and white. It's kind of gray. You know, peop, some, there's some people who are like, they're so bad, but they have redeeming qualities. And there's some people who are like, so charming and charismatic, but you know what? They can be kind of a dick. You know what I mean? And it also introduces, like, this new crop of characters you know and it's like there's a lot of um subversion involved and i think like a lot of reboots could really learn from cobra kai which is like how to do a reboot it's like you don't just take them as the same thing it's just now so it's like instead of landlines they have cell phones you know the cars look newer you know i mean you have to be a little creative okay okay Okay. you know and so (laughs) i love cobra kai it is so good. Okay. It's so good. Okay. So that's my obsession. Okay. Um, our mutual friend came up to me last night at the thing that we were at and was like, should I watch Cooper Kai? I was like, I don't know. Have you talked to Steve? And he's like, Steve loves it so much, so I'm asking you. And I'm like, oh, we have different tastes. Like, I don't... <laughs> I, told him, I told him you should watch it. I told okay. him you should watch it. I was like, you probably should. Um, I don't know. He was like, so disappointed in my answer. <laughs> Um, this is not a reboot, <laughs> but my obsession is The Return of Jersey Shore. For those of you who don't know, 10 years ago... <laughs> has it already been 10 years? Oh it's been gosh. a really long time, and um, there were like five seasons of this reality show called Jersey Shore that paved the way for like other terrible shows, <laughs> but um, there's something about it that's like almost like comfort food for me, mm. because I like was so invested in these characters. Not that I like any of them. I like one. I like the girls, and then I like um, Vinny, I think. Like if Vinny, Vinny's great. If Vinny asked me out, I would totally go out with him. Um, whereas the other ones, I'd be like, mm, maybe Polly, but like, that's, that's it. <laughs> no more. Um, so, I don't know why, but they've decided to like, either they got together and went to MTV, or like MTV I'm sure them. MTV went to them. Yeah. Um, and so they came back for what's called Jersey Shore Family Vacation. So they're basically spending some time in Miami um, and filming the whole season. So we're like almost through the, I think the season finale airs like sometime in June. So yeah. I still have a couple of episodes left. And it's all the characters you know and you love. And they really haven't changed. Like really? some are now parents and some are married. Oh, right. But like at the core of it, like they're all literally the same people. And it makes me sad and happy at the same time. Because it's like, oh, you as human beings probably should evolve and change. But <laughs> should grow like, at some point. Should grow. But at the same time, it's like, it also makes me feel like, okay, like people don't change and like again that could be a negative thing but like in this case it's just like oh they're like the core of who they are has remained the same no matter how much money and fame they've gotten and all the girls look different now because they all have had work done to their faces but um it's just super fun and it's just a really really fun way to spend Thursday nights <laughs> so check it out and I think all I've of heard the, good things all of the episodes um are probably available like on Hulu like oh. for like the five seasons that yeah. were on the air when we were, you know, younger. Um, that's it. All right, great. Um, so as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, feel free to check out uh, the movies that we mentioned, Avengers, Deadpool, uh, and then probably sometime in the fall when 
at the end of summer, we'll come back and review all the movies that we said that we were excited for because hopefully we will hopefully watch. Hopefully we'll go watch it with yeah. our movie pass before movie pass folds as a company. Alright, uh, so that's it. So be sure to check us out at, uh, on iTunes and uh, be sure to be on the lookout for our next episode. Um, so with that, you know, we'll see you next time. You want to say bye, Jen? Bye.